Welcome to the Simplify Finance Podcast, powered by Palma Bella Consulting. No gimmicks, no schemes, just solid, simple ways to recapture control over your finances. And now, broadcasting from Palma Bella Studios in sunny Orlando, Florida, here is your host, Troy Peterson. It's been called America's Dirty Little Secret. We're talking about our financial condition. We're talking about the way that we handle our money. And I don't care who you are. I don't care what walk of life you're from. It doesn't matter uh, what uh, race, color, sex, religion. It really doesn't matter who you are. If you're a living, breathing human being, then at some point in your life, you probably handle money. And the way we handle money is exactly how we're going to determine our financial success. Unfortunately, many of us just simply don't know how to handle money. So today we're going to discuss one of the most basic, fundamental, rudimentary principles that everybody needs to understand about money. And that is this. Every financial decision that you make is going to benefit either you or it's going to benefit somebody else. That means every single time that you get out your wallet, that you open your purse, that you whip out a dollar bill, a credit card, write a check, every single financial transaction that you make in your lifetime is going to benefit someone. The question we're going to ask today is, who is it benefiting? Is it benefiting you or somebody else? Now, as we look at this, we're going to examine some of the most basic transactions that we might encounter through a week, and we're going to ask that question. Is this financial transaction going to benefit me, or is it going to benefit somebody else? Let's start with one of my favorite transactions, and that's purchasing a latte at my local Starbucks. Yes, I'm going to pick on Starbucks because they've just become kind of a name brand when it comes to the coffee house. It's like what Kleenex has done to facial tissue, Starbucks has done to the local coffee house. And I personally love to stop at a Starbucks and get a latte. And when I get one, I always get the big venti size cup because I want to enjoy it for as long as I possibly can. Now, here's the question I need to ask. Every time I buy that latte, who am I benefiting? Am I benefiting me or am I benefiting somebody else? Well, on first review of that transaction, I'm probably going to say that I'm benefiting me. And I'm benefiting me because I'm going to get the pleasure of enjoying that latte. I'm going to enjoy it. It's warm, it's flavorful, and it's a big cup full of flavor that I'm going to enjoy for a while. So my initial thought is it benefits me. Well, then I have to ask, does it really benefit me in the long term? You see, if I enjoy too many of those lattes and I don't have the no fat, no whip, but I go for the gusto and load it up with the whole milk and the whipped cream and everything, and I have too many of those, pretty soon I'm spending extra money to buy larger clothes because it starts to gather around my waistline. And then that decision no longer benefits me. It benefits the clothing company because now I have to buy a new wardrobe. But let's say I don't go overboard and I still just have one or maybe two throughout the week and I enjoy them. Now, am I benefiting me or am I benefiting Starbucks? Well, a simple answer to that would be, how many millions of dollars do you have in your account compared to how many millions of stores Starbucks has opened around the world? Now, if buying that latte is really benefiting you, then why are you struggling with your finances, but Starbucks has millions of stores? Let me even take that one step further. You see, most of us are convinced that we're going to get great rewards, bonuses, discounts, a free latte once in a while. So in order to do that, we start preloading up our Starbucks cards. 
and we'll take 20 or $30 or sometimes more, and we put it on our Starbucks card, and then we pay for our latte with our phone app or our, our Starbucks card instead of having to pull cash out of our wallet. Well, that does two things. One, it makes you feel less like you've spent money because it's already on a Starbucks card. It's not actually in your bank account. It's not part of your balance. But two, that also puts Starbucks in a tremendous position to benefit. Do you know a recent article came out about Starbucks and how much money they're holding in their rewards cards? Starbucks has over $1.2 billion of its customers' money. They're sitting on it in their account. Starbucks is earning interest from it. And in exchange for that interest, they're going to give you an occasional free cup of coffee. Who is that decision really benefiting? When you make the decision to put the money on your Starbucks card, does that benefit you or does it benefit Starbucks? Starbucks actually has more money sitting in its gift card balance than a lot of banks have in their depositories. Starbucks could be a mid-sized bank. Uh, They hold so much money that they really qualify to be a bank. Imagine $1.2 billion sitting in their account. $1.2 billion of their customers' money that is going to work for Starbucks to earn them interest and build them wealth, financial security, and open more stores. What is that money doing for you? Getting you a free latte? You see, every financial decision that you make is going to benefit you or it's going to benefit somebody else. Now, personally, I'm not against going and buying a latte or two once in a while. I really enjoy that, like I told you. I did make the decision to never put any of my money on Starbucks cards. Instead, it's always in my wallet or it's on my cards. Now, I could even pay for my Starbucks with my cash buck rewards card. Now, at the end of the month, I get cash back from my credit card company. And so instead of depositing my money into Starbucks accounts so they can earn interest, I'm actually using it to work in my own account and I'm getting cash back. I'm earning interest. What are you doing with your money? Are you going to benefit the merchant, like Starbucks in this case? Or do you want to change that transaction just a little bit so that you can get more money back? Now listen, I mentioned cashback credit cards. I do want to say this little caveat about them. If you're not in a position to pay your balance in full every month, don't use them. Stop. Put them away. Don't get lured in. It's just not a good place to be. But if you can pay that balance in full every month, then consider starting to pay all of your bills, and I'm talking groceries, utilities, everything, with your credit card, and then pay only one credit card bill at the end of the month. Now, I have a business account, and I have a personal account. I've decided that since every transaction that I do is going to benefit somebody, I want to make sure that every transaction I do is going to bring some benefit to me. So therefore, every time I have a business expense, it goes on my business cashback rewards card. Every time I have a personal expense, I put it on my personal cashback rewards card. And I will cash in an average of two to $300 every single month in cashback rewards cards between those two cards. Now, that's money I don't have to work for. That's money I don't have to earn. That's money, it's like found money that comes right back to me. Two to $300 every single month simply because I've chosen to make financial transactions that will bring a benefit to me. Now, notice I'm not putting my money on a Starbucks card. Instead, I'm using my own cashback rewards card to bring benefit back to me. 
Now, if I'm looking at two to $300 per year, now I'm sitting between $2,400 and $3,600 additional money in my pocket every single year. I didn't have to work extra hours. I don't have to give up time with my family. I didn't have to ask my boss for a raise. I didn't have to sell a bunch of stuff on eBay. I didn't have to go flipping houses to make all that money. All I did was make a decision to use financial transactions in a way that benefited me. So you need to look at your transactions and ask, how are my transactions benefiting me? Now think about this. I'm getting $3,000 a year cash back on my credit card. That's $3,000 I don't have to earn. I don't have to do anything with. All I now need to do is decide what to do with that extra money. That's found money. I could take a small vacation with that money. I'll tell you what I do with it. Every month when I get my cash back cards, I deposit them into my savings account. When I hit my milestone balances, usually around $1,000, I roll that into an investment fund that continues to buy into tax-free accounts that give me guaranteed income for life later on. I'm making financial decisions every day that earn me cash back. I'm taking the cash back and I'm choosing it into investing into something that's going to benefit me long term. These are smarter steps that you can take with your money. So let me ask you, With every transaction that you do, are you benefiting you or are you benefiting somebody else? Now let's take a look at a larger purchase transaction. Let's take a look at an automobile. You know, most people will buy a car with some type of bank financing. And I'm going to say I do too. I will buy a car with bank financing for a couple of reasons. Uh, The most common reason, of course, is it's a whole lot easier to go buy a car with the bank's money than it is to write a big check and deplete my account. Of course, the sad truth is many people in America just simply do not have enough money in their account to pay cash, so the only way to get that car now is bank financing. So we go ahead and we finance the the car, and, and that makes it easier to purchase, but it also does one more thing. It creates an installment loan that reports on your credit bureau that helps to improve your credit score. Now, that's one of the reasons I like to get a car loan is to keep that installment loan on there to make regular payments. So now we've made the decision to buy the car with bank financing. Now we've got to make the decision on how we're going to handle that financing. Remember, every financial decision you make is going to benefit you or it's going to benefit somebody else. Let's say you buy that car and you've got a 6% interest rate on a $30,000 car. Do you have any idea how much interest you'll spend? Well, you're going to spend a few thousand dollars extra interest if all you do is make the, the payment every single month for the required five to six years that you own the car. Uh, Of course, it could get even worse if all you do is make the payment and then you trade that car in in three years and now you've got negative equity that rolls over onto another car. That's a whole other story and you can tell by the way I'm describing that that's probably not the right kind of decision that's going to benefit you. That decision would benefit the bank. Now, assuming you haven't rolled it over, we're just going to go back to the very simple loan. You buy a car, you buy a $30,000 car, you've got 6% financing, you already know you're going to spend several thousand dollars in additional interest. So how do we reduce that amount of interest? Well, the simple answer is, let's make a little extra on our payment every month. I'll tell you how I like to do that. Because most car loans that I'm seeing nowadays allow me to pay extra and they actually build up a credit on my account. So if I have a particularly good month, then I want to put a little extra money on my 
uh, on my car payment. Maybe I take the cash back from my credit card. Now I've got an extra two to $300. I can apply that toward my car payment. Now that just does two things. Because of the way most car loans work, I've now prepaid on my principal. But now I've also built up a cushion to where I don't have a payment due next month because I've already prepaid. So I have the ability now to skip a month's payment if it gets tight. But more importantly, I've actually prepaid on my interest and that few hundred dollars now can save you another thousand dollars later. So if you're prepaying on the car, you're making the payoff time shorter, you're building equity, and you're saving thousands in interest. And if you're using cash back from your credit card to do it, now you're using found money that the bank is paying you to use their tools and you're taking that benefit and reinvesting it in your future. So let's say you do pay the car down and you pay it off in half the time by using this cash back rewards card bonus strategy that I just shared with you. You know what you've done is you've reduced the amount of interest that you've paid on that car probably by a couple of thousand dollars. That's money you were going to spend anyway. So now you found a couple thousand dollars in interest payments you no longer need to make. Now what do you do? Now you have to find a way to reinvest that couple thousand dollars. Let me make this a little bit bigger. Let's talk about a home purchase. Let's look at a home mortgage. Let's say you've got a home that you bought for $200,000 at 6%. On a 30-year mortgage, you will spend $431,000 to buy that home. That's $200,000 for the home and $231,000 in interest. Now, let me stop right there and share with you this very alarming fact. The average person in America will spend over $280,000 just on interest over the course of their lifetime. $280,000 gone to paying interest because we're making decisions to just make minimum payments. We make minimum payments on our car and we pay the maximum amount of interest. We make minimum payments on our home and we pay the maximum amount of interest. By doing that, we continue to make decisions that benefit our bankers and make our bankers rich and not us. Now imagine if you could prepay all of your loans, your home loan, your car loans, your credit cards. You could prepay everything and reduce the amount of interest by tens of thousands, potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars, and be able to then reinvest that money back into your future. If you did that, you could retire a millionaire and never have to worry about money at all in your life. Or you can continue to make the payments the way you're doing and let every decision that you make continue to benefit your banker. Which would you like to do? If you really want to start investing in yourself, then you need to start considering every financial transaction that you make. Remember, every transaction that you make is going to benefit either you or it's going to benefit somebody else. So from this point forward, I want you to ask this very simple question. Who am I benefiting when I spend this money today? Will it benefit me or will it benefit someone else? I've just shared with you a very powerful strategy that you can use with cashback rewards cards that can earn you a couple of thousand dollars every single year. If you reinvest that money back into yourself by paying off debt, by putting it into an investment account that's going to build long-term wealth and financial security, now you're turning those day-to-day -day transactions into something that benefits you. 
Listen, if you'd like a way to find out more about how to pay off your debt and get involved with some of these investment strategies, then I encourage you to contact us at palmabella.com. We can show you ways that you can pay off your debt in as little as one-third the time without changing your lifestyle. And by freeing up tens of thousands of dollars in interest, you're then able to completely turn around and invest in your futures so that you can build long-term financial security for you and your family. That's what it's about. I want to ask you to start thinking and making the right financial decisions that will benefit you and your family for the long term, and we're here to help you just do that. If you'd like to get more information and find out a little bit more about how quickly you can pay off debt and exactly what you can do to start redirecting all that wasted interest into building long-term wealth and financial security for you and your family, then you need to visit our website at www.palmabella.com. And when you do that, we can arrange a free, no-hassle, no-obligation assessment that will show you how you can start making better financial decisions, eliminate your debt, and start building wealth today. Listen, make the right decisions. Invest in yourself, and you will have a very solid financial future. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Simply Finance Podcast with host Troy Peterson. We hope you were able to take away some essential strategies for recapturing control of your finances and, more importantly, enhancing your life. This podcast is made possible by Palmabella Consulting. For access to more episodes of this podcast or further financial coaching tools, please visit us at www.palmabella.com. And remember, if you want to simplify your life, start by simplifying your finances.